Hi, I'm Jake Parker with the What's Your Story podcast. Here I talk with my guests about their life experiences, as well as current and long-term goals, and what gets them through the ups and downs. If you enjoy the show, please rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit my website, jparkerfitlife.com, for access to my Instagram account, blog, and more. Hi guys, welcome back to the What's Your Story podcast. My guest today is Megan Janice. I first heard her on Mike Matthews' podcast, which I was also featured on. So that definitely sparked my interest. And uh, hearing about her story and how she kind of changed her whole outlook on fitness related to my story as well. And then I was also really interested to hear about how she's been able to travel a lot and become an entrepreneur. Uh, two things that I really like to learn a lot about and aspire to get more into. So I thought it'd be really cool to have her uh, on today for a conversation. So I'll let Megan say hi on her end. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Jay. Absolutely. So why don't you, uh, for starters, kind of go ahead and say, what has your, in a, in a broad sense, what has your journey kind of been and what are you up to these days? Okay, so my fitness journey was, um, yeah, like when I started to do TLS from Mike Matthews, Thinner, Leaner, Stronger, um, that was a little bit over three years ago. So I've been now strength training like very, very consistently for a little over three years. Um, and getting into that completely changed my life, of course, as it does for all of us, because mm -hmm. we realize how amazing it is and how powerful and transformative it is. So of course it changed my whole body, but it really just changed my mindset and gave me yeah. that kind of drive to push myself to, to excel in all areas, especially areas that seem kind of impossible to mm -hmm. achieve much like fitness you know most people think like oh i could never have a great body but then when you mm -hmm. actually get it and then you're like oh okay well what else yeah. can i do yeah um but even before fitness i was like a pretty avid traveler back then i would just kind of go backpacking sporadically um just just for fun and i just really really loved it and then i wanted a way where i could travel like full time um mm -hmm. so I first just randomly was like, okay, well, how can I get a job where I can work abroad? So I found English teaching in Vietnam, which was pretty, oh, cool. yeah, very random, very much not what I'm doing now, but it yeah. was for a few years there. And that was kind of how I started living and working abroad mm -hmm. full time. And yeah. then I did that for a bit in person. And then I was introduced to teaching English online while okay. I was in there. Um, so I started to teach English online and was like, great, I'm going to like travel around and just work online. And of course, while all this was going on, I was also just like very, very obsessed with fitness, like mm -hmm. gym six days a week, would talk to everybody about it. anybody who would hear me talking about it would be like, oh my goodness, you're so passionate about it. Mm -hmm. um, so this, this started, was like fitness pre Mike Matthews or post? Oh, post. It all started okay. with Mike Matthews. Like. Mm -hmm. I had about maybe like six to eight months before I found Mike where like technically that was like the very beginning of getting into fitness mm -hmm. at all because before that I, I literally did nothing like nothing mm -hmm. with fitness ever but that was just like in the typical way that especially women do it where yeah. it was like lots of cardio and like yeah 
just just not knowing what I was doing. So it was when mm -hmm. I started to do TLS, and then I just never stopped after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. I had a friend who did the he taught English in uh, Thailand, and he uh, he went to business school, and now is becoming a, a teacher. So he said it was a really really cool experience, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like if I ever kind of meet people who are like young and they're just kind of not, you know, really sure maybe what the mm -hmm. next step is in life. I'm like, honestly, go teach English in yeah. Asia. Um, yeah. Like you, it's, the money is great. Obviously it's an incredible adventure. Mm -hmm. It's like so much fun. So it's like, yeah. I mean, if you're just kind of not entirely sure anyways, you know, which direction you want to go in, I'm like, well, great. Like, look, you can mm -hmm. make money, you can get this experience, you can have a great time. Um, yeah. but anyway, so so I was teaching English online and living like, you know, doing the digital nomad thing. So where it's like you work online and then you live wherever you want because of that. And while I was doing that, I met people who were online entrepreneurs and that idea just blew my mind and they kind of did it around traveling. Like, so, and their focus was more kind of like in blogging about travel and pretty much obviously I knew people did that, but I guess I had never thought about how it could be an actual business and how you mm -hmm. could actually generate not even like not even just an income but like an actual pretty significant income from it mm -hmm. um so i just thought that was so cool so then i just started to research like crazy because i was just so enraptured with the idea and i was like i really want to figure out how i can do something like that um and so pretty much i thought i'm like i was like okay well what are my passions and i was like well mm -hmm. travel and fitness <laughs> And like with my own personal life, it's always been like how, you know, I want to pursue both of them and I want to make both of them part of my lifestyle. So I kind of knew that it was going to be something in that area, but I wasn't entirely sure what. Mm -hmm. um, and then just amongst all my research, I came across online fitness and then that kind of just like clicked in my head. I was like, oh, well, yeah, why not? That's just something that's just been blowing up in the past, you know, few years, four or five, whatever you want to call it. Exactly, exactly. But I think like I had never even heard of it before that. So this was now mm -hmm. just over a year ago when I was doing this uh, summer of 2018. And still, you know, I tell a lot of people like, oh, I do online fitness and people like think it's such a weird thing. They're like, wait, yeah. that works. And then yeah. I'm like, actually, funnily enough, in both my experience as well as many people's experience, I found that like the online fitness actually works better than in person simply mm -hmm. because you get more of the full package of what you yeah. really need to make the serious fitness transformation. Yeah. Um, so pretty much, yeah, I was like, okay, online fitness. And then I think all the kind of algorithms and stuff started to bring up people who were specifically kind of business coaches and business mentors in the online fitness industry. So mm -hmm. I found my business mentor um, who specifically helps, yeah, fitness pros build and scale a first an online coaching fitness business to first a full, um, a full-time income. So inevitably like the first stage is wanting to get you to, you know, the consistent five mm -hmm. figures a month and then getting you to actual like six figures in your online fitness business. So mm -hmm. that, started exactly one year ago um so yeah it was the beginning of september of 2018 i started working with him and then that's where it all started yeah so where did you find your mentor at like just kind of through a network that you started to build not even it just i found him on instagram okay. <laughs> um and then i was just looking at his stuff and i was like oh wow like seems like really really interesting what he's mm -hmm. talking about obviously everything he was saying was like this sounds amazing you know about making like 
six figures teaching mm-hmm. uh, fitness online. Um, but, you know, obviously I was like, is that really even possible? But yeah. then I started looking at stuff. We got on the phone and everything. And it was an investment to work with him. And I had never spent like that much money on myself outside of my mm-hmm. university degree. Which, you know, fun fact, by the way, if any of you are ever considering like that you want to start a business or something and you're scared of investing in yourself, remember that. This is what I always say to people. I'm like, think about how much money you spent on your university degree. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And like, are you even using that? Is that actually helping you to get a good job now? Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what we're told it's going to do. But a lot of the time it doesn't. So I'm like, if you're serious about having a profitable, scalable business, you should be willing to invest in it at least to some degree if you're willing Mm -hmm. to spend so much money on a university degree yeah i just think that that what what that brings to mind for me is just like it's so cool you it seems like you've transcended a couple areas where bullshit is just so much the ordinary and first of all with fitness as, as we know as we'll talk about but with entrepreneurship too and making money that's another one of those areas where it seems like there's just a lot of people out there that want to take advantage of you and want to feed you misinformation so it's it's good that you found a solid business coach and not someone who just ended up kind of just being a snake oil salesman or something of that sort. Right. Yeah. And this is the thing. Like, I think that when it comes, like, if you do make a decision that you want to hire a business coach, like, I really think that everybody who's in, even if you are super successful in business, you should always be oh, yeah. getting mentorship because it's like you always want to be growing you always want to be learning and that's just what a mentor is going to do for you it's somebody who has more experience who has the success the exact success that mm-hmm. you want and they can just show you how to do it it's the same reason you hire a fitness coach right yeah. it's like you can either figure out how to get fit by yourself and spend all the time reading about it and you know an error and figuring it out or you just pay somebody who can get you the results yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and every athlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, whatever you want to call it, like they all have coaches too. The best in the world have coaches. And I'm sure it's the same with, this is more just me projecting, but probably like any president or CEO of a company, I'm sure they have a network of coaches and whatever. It's like, I think that it's a big mistake to think you're ever too good to learn from somebody or that you know enough or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you know, if you are somebody who wants to hire a business coach, I definitely think you should. Um, but then just, just to make sure that you don't end up investing incorrectly, like definitely just, you know, take your time, really Mm -hmm. find somebody who you think, yeah, again, think about the very, very precise niche that it is that you want to excel in, find somebody who has the great results Mm -hmm. and most importantly, speak to a bunch of their clients, like ask them. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because it's like, if you can speak with a bunch of their clients and all their clients are telling you, like, do it, do it, like, it's literally Mm going to change your life, this person helped me so much. Okay, that's really, you don't need to need to know Mm -hmm. much more than that. Also, before you agreed to work with anyone, like, they should, you should have a a 100% clarity of exactly Mm -hmm. what their process is going to be for you in order for, like, to get you to the level of success you want. Like, they should make it very clear of what their trajectory is so that when you go and invest the money, there's not going to be any surprises like, Oh yeah. wait, like, you don't actually have a plan for me. Yeah, 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 exactly. So what so. was your formal education? Like, did you, did you, did I hear that you grew up in Canada? If I remember right from that podcast? Yes, that's right. I'm Canadian. Um, yeah, my formal education. So I, I went to McGill university in Montreal, which is actually, it's, it's, 
has a, a lot of Americans who go there because okay. it's a lot cheaper than an American school, even mm. though they pay the international rates. But it's it's the best school in Canada, and it was at least when I went there, it was like number eighteen in the world. So it was oh, cool. pretty is pretty good school. Um, I studied music, classical music, piano. Okay. And, and European history. So, of course, that is not at all what I'm doing now. And I spent mm-hmm. all the money on a degree and don't use it. <laughs> um, so, I yeah, it was not at all anything fitness or business related. So, I don't have any formal education in either of those things. Mm-hmm. They're just both kind of the new age style of like learning mm-hmm. off the internet and then hiring coaches. Yeah. Well, and experience too. I think that that's interesting because. I, I graduated from business school and I'm not really working in like a typical business job, but it's interesting because I think that the formal education process and just learning on your own or two different learning on your own, learning from your, your interest, the re- reading things that you're interested in and from experience, it's so much different. And a lot of times it's so much more useful. Like I'm sure you can speak to how useful it is to just educate yourself from your own experience in fitness and then just learning from people like Mike Matthews who have gone through their own journeys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's a combination of like, okay, obviously you have to learn the concept and mm-hmm. get the actual scientific education behind it. But then the, the, the most learning is going to come from actually implementing it and, it, mm-hmm. you know, seeing like, okay, what actually happens when I do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing I thought was really interesting that you mentioned is just the fact that traveling, it seems like it is such a big thing for clarifying your purpose and your goals. Like for myself, I've only, I've, I've spent a little bit of time internationally, like a month in England and a, a little more than a week in Italy. Even in those short periods, I feel like those are times when I grew a lot and you just learn so much. And if you treat it right, I think you can take it back with you wherever you go and reflect on it and continue to go back to it. And that's just something that's, that's, helps you grow a lot I think from traveling and seeing different cultures especially oh yeah definitely and I mean that's why I fell in love with it like it's just it really really opens up your mind so mm-hmm. much and yeah like so much uh, that you would never even be able to imagine just because it's so beyond what you mm-hmm. have ever experienced it's like you see and experience so many different things so it's it's really amazing and yeah that's, that's why I have made it at least, at least for the next little while, just my mission to, to yeah. keep traveling full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, uh, I talked a lot about that concept with my friend that taught uh, English in Thailand. And he, we talked a lot about how people there just live so much of a different lifestyle than the typical American lifestyle. And they did just have much less of an emphasis on uh, business. And I guess just like the achievement culture of like, go, go, go. They're a lot more reflective and relaxed and a lot more spiritual. And he said that was a really, really cool um, paradox, I guess, to, to the American culture that he grew up in. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's pros and cons, obviously, to, to mm-hmm. all these different cultures and everything. But I think that's just why it's good to go and experience different culture. Because, yeah, just mm-hmm. to see like, oh, you know, there is a completely different way of living your life. Yeah. and yeah, like especially you compare like the United States with somewhere like Thailand, mm-hmm. you know, of course people have like more things on paper in the United States and like mm-hmm. have more money and stuff. But, you know, you might go to these people in Thailand, they don't really have much, but they're like really, really happy. Yeah, um, yeah. I know, I know that was something that really opened up my eyes. And like, of course you hear this kind of stuff, but it's when mm-hmm. you actually experience it for yourself, it, it's really oh wow and it really shifts your perspective because 
yeah, I think in the West, we're so kind of conditioned by the media to always think like, you know, all these other countries, they're all suffering and their yeah. lives are horrible. They wish they mm -hmm. were us. <laughs> and then you go there and these people maybe have almost nothing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're unhappy. And in fact, mm -hmm. all the time they're very, very happy and like at peace. Um, yeah. So that's like, that it gives you so much gratitude and, and just so much perspective because yeah, like I think it's so easy to get sucked into the consumerist culture that we yeah. have in America. <laughs> and I think to my knowledge, I think that the, the Western culture always just really, really heavily trumps Eastern and like rates of anxiety and depression and suicide and stuff like that. And it's like, yes, yeah. on the, on, on paper, it seems like we're living better, but I think the Eastern culture has so much more of that spirituality and just gratefulness and kindness to other people and that stuff's so important sometimes it gets brushed over uh in western yeah. culture if you want to generalize it like that yeah yeah definitely i mean one of the reasons like i i really loved my time in asia is it's definitely an easy life like mm -hmm. in the sense that they are just much more present and much mm -hmm. more yeah just kind of like enjoying the moments mm -hmm. um which i i do really really love um and it, it it really helps a lot just with helping out yeah, your stress levels and yeah. giving you so much perspective and, you know, helping you to realize like, yeah, it's great to have money. and It's great to have all these things, but there's more to life. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember my friend told me this story one time, same friend that went to Thailand. He said like something along the lines of he talked to a secretary uh, at the school and something along the lines of asking her like, so what do you think is next in your career? What do you think you'll do after this? Like, what are your aspirations? And she was just kind of floored by the question. She was like, you know, it's like, I'm just thinking about what I'm doing every day. I'm thinking about trying to be the best at my job right now. And he just kind of was like, wow, that's such a, it's such a uniquely Western thing to, to think about and to say. And it's just such a dichotomy in between the two. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think a huge kind of culture difference that I find between kind of like the Western countries versus the mm -hmm. rest of the world uh, is the, in the West, like North America, let's say, it's like a very individualistic culture where mm -hmm. people are very much about, yeah. yeah, okay, you know, what am I going to do with my life? What do mm -hmm. I want? What are my goals? And like, that's just, that's just the way it is. Like, that's just how our society functions. Whereas, especially in more of these old school places that where it's like they have cultures going back like thousands of years. I find that they tend to be so much more like community focused and like mm -hmm. they don't, when they kind of decide what they're doing, they're not really only just thinking like, what do I want? They kind of think of it in terms of like, what's best for my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, think they have more like the group mentality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I love the whole mindfulness and just the, emphasis on being present like i i try to meditate it's one of those things where i wish i did it more but whenever i'm meditating regularly i feel just so much more at peace and i definitely feel more of a sense of just openness to other people and that sense of you know caring for not even just your immediate family but just like thinking of just people as one if you want to 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 say it like that i suppose yeah yeah definitely i uh, meditate slash visualize mm -hmm. every morning now and I'm trying to make it a consistent thing in the evening mm -hmm. as well um and yeah I mean it's it's amazing how good it makes you feel mm -hmm. and it yeah, just really helps you get into like a positive productive kind of flow with your day um mm -hmm. which yeah kind of I guess going back into my 
journey thus far as an entrepreneur, like one year in now, that it's it's taken me this entire year to really get to this point. Like this whole mm -hmm. year I've been trying to work towards like having a really good morning routine and like yeah. kind of doing it because everybody like told me that I should. Yeah. But it's only within the last few months that I kind of finally had it click where I was like, oh, like I, I understand how powerful this is and how mm -hmm. good it is for you. And it's not just because like you want to have a good business and you want to make more money. It's like literally just for yourself, like for yeah. your mental health, it really helps a lot, a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the better you can, I guess, kind of formulate your internal environment, the, the, I think the better interactions you have with other people. And so it's paradoxical because when you bring it into that almost selfish realm of I need to work on myself, I need to improve myself, you're, you're doing that, but you're also helping your interactions with other people so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. And I mean, hey, it's the same thing with fitness too, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, mm -hmm. I have to, I mean, sometimes like some of my clients are mothers and stuff like that. And, you know, they'll say that the limiting belief of like, oh, well, you know, I don't have, I, can, I don't have the time mm -hmm. for myself to go and work out because I have to like take care of my kids and stuff. And then I'll just be like, you realize that you're not going to be able to take care of your kids nearly as well as yeah. you could we're healthy and fit right <laughs> so going back to the whole entrepreneurship aspect uh, I remember you saying in Mike's podcast that you kind of if you look back a few years on who you were earlier you never really thought you'd have the confidence or the ambition to be an entrepreneur and that it's hard to even look at yourself with that label so how has that process sort of changed and I think one of the big things from from hearing you is that 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 confidence that becoming fit gave you really transcended other areas of your life which is definitely true with me as well oh yeah i mean definitely it, it totally hasn't one thing like because you know fitness i suppose was well you know I, I feel like there's really three big areas of my life now um especially in the past six seven years mm -hmm that have really been kind of about these like long-term goals and it's really made me realize how all big goals you know big life goals which you can't just achieve overnight stuff mm -hmm. that really does take time they all have such similar like just just morals and overlap um so of course you know with your fitness journey go through it you discover so much just about yourself and about life and like it's so powerful it teaches you so much and it's been the exact same in business as well. And it's like, I just find like, you know, it, it's really been so helpful for me to have all the experience and knowledge that fitness has given me to now parallel it in my business journey. Cause it's like, mm -hmm. I'm so new in business. and yeah, exactly. As you said, like, yeah, like I just never even thought in a million years ever that I would be an entrepreneur or be in business. Like it just wasn't even on my radar. It's not, it's not even like it was something that I said, like, oh, I, I wish I could do that. But like, yeah. uh, it, it's not even like I had any beliefs about it. It was like, I just didn't mm -hmm. even think of it. It wasn't even an option that crossed my mind. I didn't know anybody who was an entrepreneur. I didn't have anybody like that in my network. Is it difficult being a woman in entrepreneurship where it seems like it's more so male dominated? Is that something you notice or not really so much? Um, honestly, I don't think that that's so much of a thing in this day and age. I mm -hmm. mean, yeah, of course, like uh, there's just still like prejudice to some degree in, in this industry, but I think there's such a huge movement right now just mm -hmm. for, you know, females kind of 
taken over and, and mm-hmm. being in like powerful positions. And I mean, there's just so many now that I am in this environment, there are so many like crazy, crazy successful female entrepreneurs who are just completely crushing it. And mm-hmm. there's a huge movement of female entrepreneurs trying to help empower and educate other female entrepreneurs. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say like, I don't think that that's really so much of an, an issue now and that there's really actually this huge culture for it. Um, but again, like I think doing it online entrepreneurship is just so different than like yeah. the, the traditional like corporate world. And I've never mm-hmm. been in that, that world at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's like more when you do it that way, you come across more of the sexism. <laughs> yeah. And do you find yourself like, it seems like uh, I would think you, you, not only help your your clients with obviously their fitness journey in a huge way but is a big part of it helping them with their confidence in themselves and their self-worth too because that was a, a big part of your journey oh yeah definitely i mean like that's my favorite part is mm-hmm. when my clients like kind of after we've been working together for a little while and they're telling me yeah obviously i want to hear about how much weight they've lost and mm-hmm. the muscles they can see of course but the stuff that really makes me happy is when they say like you know, oh, I applied for this job and I got it. And if I hadn't worked with you, I never even would have thought to apply for it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even been confident enough to do it. It wouldn't even been on my radar. So Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And then, and then, yeah, like I do work with some businesswomen and hearing from them, like where they're like, you know, I wanted to get fit because I wanted to look better and I was Mm -hmm. insecure about my body. And now that I'm doing it, I'm seeing like how, powerful it has been for changing like my mindset Mm -hmm. changing my focus my productivity my creativity and like all this amazing stuff is happening in my business now and I didn't even mean for that to happen it just started happening as a a direct byproduct of me Mm -hmm. showing up better because I'm putting my health first so it's just like automatically like getting more confident like and it happens almost like you don't even kind of realize it. yeah i agree it's happening slowly Mm. and but what is happening is like your energy of course is is changing so much and you obviously radiate so much more confidence Mm -hmm. than you did before you were fit (laughs) yeah that's my favorite part about fitness by far and away is just the the impact it has on your self-confidence and on your mental clarity and that just that whole sort of realm and that was something I talked a lot about with Mike and I was telling him like, honestly, reading your books and really restructuring the way I look at fitness changed my life in a lot of ways and kind of went on that, went on and on about that. And he was like, he was like almost surprised, like, geez, I, I, I guess I didn't even realize that this could have so much of a transcendent impact on someone beyond just the, the, you know, the fitness. And I, I kind of explained to him how it always had, had been such a big part of my life that I wanted to be fit and strong and look a certain way. And when I finally figured out that it was a lot more simple than I made it out to be, then that's what set me on the path of looking at all these other aspects uh, of ways I can change my life to realize that, you know, it's the same sort of thing where there's simple yet effective ways that you can go about cultivating a better mindset and a better just life for yourself in general. Yeah, exactly. And hey, now that I'm on this business journey as well, I found Mm -hmm. it to be the exact same. And like, don't get me wrong obviously you do have to work quite hard to to Mm -hmm. build your own business and be a successful entrepreneur. But I think like, I've also had that realization now about just like about success and about 
you know, doing something that's you actually really love and like truly making your passions into an actual job and really being able to impact a lot of people's lives and then just like growing your own wealth and earning money. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think that obviously the typical attitude towards it is also the typical attitude most people have about fitness where it's like, they think it's like, Oh, well that's going to just be like way too hard. And it's, mm -hmm. it's so much time. It takes so much work. And I used to say, think the same thing about earning money and, you know, doing something that you're passionate about as a job. Mm -hmm. And now I realize, like, of course it takes work, of course, and it, it's not necessarily easy, but it is so much more achievable than it seems. And yeah. it's the same thing with fitness. I think the biggest part is just realizing that it's so much about small steps every day. And yeah. you, you realize that with fitness, especially because you don't, kind of like you already mentioned, you don't build your body over weeks or months you build it over well i mean months in a sense you could see big changes but really it's like a lifelong process and you'll yeah. see the biggest changes when you look over a period of a year or two or even more when you really just put those efforts in week in and week out and yeah you have bad weeks you might even have a bad couple months but you can always just look at it as a lifelong process that's the way i like to look at it at least yeah definitely and yeah like that's something just just as I was saying you know in the past few months I've done so much work on my mindset mm -hmm. and it's really just kind of starting to click a lot more for me and it's really making me realize like already I'm starting to incorporate so much more mindset work with my with my clients mm -hmm. and I really do want it to be like fitness and mindset because they're you know they really do go hand in hand. And I just For kind sure. of realized now that I was looking at it a little bit backwards where I was like, so focused on like, okay, how do you train? How do you eat and yeah. stuff? And like, obviously that's important to know, but none of that matters if you have a really bad mindset to begin yeah. with. right? So it's like now for me, I'm looking at how I can bring that in even more and more and really um, continue to create and more of that in my business and like how to grow it into a better program of like how to really get in that like success mindset, mm -hmm. which will allow you to be successful with your fitness, but also just all areas, like how to really up level your whole life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so cool because it's so similar to me too, where when I started, uh, basically it just started with like wanting to post on Instagram and it was basically all about physical fitness. And like you said, eating, training, all that kind of stuff. I thought that was most important, but as I advanced on my own journey, uh, I, the, the phrase I like to use a lot now is just that I, I like to help people out with their mental, emotional and physical well-being all in one, because I think they all kind of pull on each other and you really have to have them all in balance to feel complete because you could have the best body. You could be the, the, the fittest physically, but I think if you aren't emotionally and mentally well, it's just, it's almost a waste because you really need to work on all aspects of yourself. Absolutely. And yeah, that's, I mean, something else I've just really realized one year into being an entrepreneur now is, is the realization that it is simply just about having that attitude of like showing up, yeah, waking up every day and thinking about, you know, how can I work towards creating mm -hmm. kind of like my dream life? How can I always be bettering myself, whether that's in fitness, in business, in personal development in financial intelligence, mm. whatever it is. It's just that, you know, you figure out, okay, you know, what is the life that I want? And then you just kind of figure out, okay, like, great, this is what I want. And then you work backwards from that and you get mm -hmm. there by putting in a little bit more every single day. So it's very, very, very much slow and steady. And I just 
really like this <laughs> approach to life because I'm like I think it's just mm. nice to like wake up full of purpose in the yeah. morning to wake up and feel like excited about like okay like what am I going to do today to get me one step closer to where I want to be mm-hmm. yeah that's so true and you've, you've talked a little bit about just the fact that it seems like you really approach life from your values and morals and I think that's especially important because you like you said there's a lot of periods where you were just kind of not exactly sure what you were doing. You were you were trying to find out more about yourself. And I think that the important thing uh, that I've definitely realized is like, I still have a lot of questions about what exactly I want out of my life and how I'm going to formulate it. But I find that it's a lot easier when you're, when you're clear on your values and morals because those, I think, transcend any certain, I guess, path you take in life, no matter what you're doing and no matter who you're interacting with, just really being true to what it is that you care about and what you want to embody and everything you do. Yeah, definitely. And honestly, like I did used to believe this even before, like when I was just like kind of traveling mm-hmm. and wasn't entirely sure, like, you know, what, what am I really doing with my life? But I can really say this is true now. Um, and it's, it sounds so cheesy, but it's so yeah. real. It's it, like, it sounds cheesy on the, on the face. That's, that's the thing that's hard when you talk about it to people They're like, yeah, oh yeah, whatever. But it is true. Yeah. Like when you, when you, when you look inside yourself, I think everybody has that. Everyone has those values and morals that they want to encompass. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's funny too, because bef- not too long before I started business life, like a little over a year ago, when people used to say the kind of stuff like you can do whatever you want and like mm-hmm. just do what you're passionate about yeah, like, yeah whatever like, yeah i used to mm-hmm. think like you know i used to be like oh that that must be nice like must mm-hmm. be nice for mm-hmm. that person and then i realized i'm like no like that is actually so true like it is really really real like whatever it is that you want you can do it and it's you achieve it just exactly the same way as what we're talking about here it's yeah. like just get really clear on exactly what it is you want, and then you just work backwards from mm-hmm. it and you do it just by showing up and working towards it bit by bit every day. Mm-hmm. One of the phrases I really like the least is when someone says, and I've definitely said it before and I'll still say it every once in a while when the phrase that's easy for you to say, you know, when yeah. you say, yeah. Oh, you know, you just have to work on yourself and work on your internal environment and you know, you got to work hard day by day. Like, Oh, that's easy for you to say, you know, I have this, I have X or Y difficult to your struggle it's like we all have our own individual struggles. Yes, some people's are probably a lot more visceral and difficult. But I think that, like you say, working backwards is a huge, a huge thing. Thinking about what you want, being forward thinking, you, you can really yeah. make a lot more out of your life than, than you, you think with your mind that gets so caught up in day-to-day interactions and things like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And again, I think this is why the mindset work is so important mm-hmm. and why I'm bringing it in more into into my life and into my work is because yeah like honestly the henry ford quote right Mm -hmm. whether you say that you can or you can't you're right yeah and it's just it's just so so true and i mean if you ever feel like you know you're in a position you're like oh but i can't do it because you know the hand i've been dealt is so unfair it's Mm -hmm. like just look at all these people who are super crazy successful and they a lot of the time probably you know not all of them but definitely some of them came from a place where like they had absolutely nothing such a disadvantaged position and they were able to change that around so it's like Mm -hmm. obviously this is this is just the fact you can't change 
what has been done to you. You know, you can't change the circumstances you're in right now, but you can decide how you're going to, like what the mindset is going to be that you're going to have towards it. Are you going to have the like, I can't mindset and just completely cut yourself off from all opportunity? Or are you going to have the mindset asking like, how can I? And like, it honestly is just as simple as that. That's, that's really what I've realized, especially this past years. And like, honestly, it's just that very small difference between saying I can't versus how can I? And yeah, that's definitely. It's all about, it's all about having a, yeah, yeah, I think it's just so much about having a big vision. And that reminds me of one of my favorite stories is, uh, you can, I mean, people can Google it if they want to, or it's pretty easy to find, but the rock, the actor, uh, he, he has a story. It's called like the seven bucks in my pocket It was where he said his life really turned around when he kind of failed at trying to be a, a professional football player and kind of went back home and said he at one point had seven bucks in his pocket. And he was like, that's when I said, this will never happen again. You know, I started off in this new journey. And if you have enough conviction in yourself, I think that it's, you can really, you can really make things manifest. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Hey, like if you had told me, you know, just a little over a year ago that I would ever be running my own business, doing what I love, mm-hmm. helping change people's lives online, I would have said like, no, that's not possible, but mm-hmm. here I am doing it. And honestly, you know, cause people can look at me now and think like, oh, well, you must just be more special than yeah, I am exactly. you could do that. And it's like, no, trust me, that's really not the case. Like, yeah, again, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I felt the exact same way as you do. I felt that I, there's no way I could do that not that long ago. And then here I am. And so it's like, it's the same thing, you know, we know this about fitness, you know, there's, there's people who have the limiting belief where they think like, oh, I just can't get fit or like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I just have bad genetics. It's just never yeah. going to happen for me. But you and I both know it's like, no, it does not matter who you are. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Like yeah. you can achieve what you want. Yeah. Um, I've told myself all those stories for sure. You know, yeah, bad so genetics, whatever, but yeah. it, it's, it's, you really got to focus. That's, that's another one of, one of the values I like to try to encompass is just focus on what you can control. You know, even if you have the worst genetics, okay, we'll still try to work on yourself in the most effective ways possible because you can never change that. So. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, Hey, as long as you apply like the fundamentals mm-hmm. of like, decently good nutrition, mm-hmm. good strength training, even if your genetics are like really bad, you're yeah. still going to look great. You're going to look great, feel great. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And same thing too, you know, with how I'm always traveling and stuff. Like a lot of people always tell me like, Oh my God, you're so lucky. I wish I could do that. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, is it that I like, obviously I'm like, I'm lucky in the sense of the fact that when you look at the arbitrary genetic lottery of the world, I'm lucky that I was born in Canada and have mm-hmm. the passport that I do and come mm-hmm. from a wealthy country that is lucky. But, you know, most of the people telling me I'm so lucky are other Canadians or other Americans, for example. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you realize that the only difference between you and I is I just bought a plane ticket and Mm -hmm. went and you haven't. So there's, it's really just making the choice. And it's like, to them, they just see it as like, oh, but I can't do that. But it's like, no, you you can. All you need to do is just buy an airplane ticket and Mm -hmm. go to the country. That's what I did. And you can do it too. (laughs) Yeah, I think that one of, one of the biggest keys, like if, if, if anyone listening maybe is saying like, oh, a lot of these things are registering with me. Like if I reflect, I find myself kind of hurting myself with the, with the things I say and my limiting beliefs. And 
I think one of the biggest things is you have to make sure you're not around people that are dragging you down. Uh, make sure that you're, you're creating a positive environment. And if you, you have like friends or family that are, that are saying these negative things and helping reinforce your negative beliefs, either mm -hmm. really try to talk to them and kind of help them transform if you can, or don't be afraid to cut people off if they're really a toxic force in your life. Because the, the saying that we've probably all heard, you know, you're the, the, accumulation of the five people you spend the most time around or something like that. It's so true. And yeah. that's why that's one of the reasons I love doing podcasts because I only invite on people that I think would have, I would be interesting to talk to who I think have a positive mindset and have something good going for them. And it's so cool because whenever I do a podcast like this, it helps me so much re reinforce my own beliefs and kind of get to bounce ideas back and forth on how to cultivate a better mindset and all that kind of stuff. It's really, it's about other people too, in a big sense. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, that's another thing I really learned this year because this year I started to make friends with all these other amazing entrepreneurs who, mm -hmm. who are doing all kinds of like really cool, creative things that just are so amazing. And it's like, I started hanging around with those people and it's like, it really makes such a huge difference for you because it's like, you see these people who they have an idea, they get an idea. And instead of just being like, Oh, that would be nice if that happened, mm -hmm. they get the idea and they actually start to be like, great, I want to make this happen for myself. And they start to mm -hmm. do it. And you know, and then you tell them, Oh, I have this idea. And, they, and they're like, okay, great. You can do that. Like, yeah. so being around people like that really does start to make you be like, Oh, okay. And start to realize what's possible for yourself and believing yourself more as opposed to, yeah, if you're hanging around people who unfortunately have, so many limiting beliefs themselves it's going to reflect on you too and obviously every individual has to work on their own limiting beliefs like themselves sure. you can't, yeah you can't really and we we probably sound like pretty positive people on this podcast but i can tell you and i'm sure you say the same thing like i have self-doubt and limiting beliefs every day but i try to at least recognize it catch those thoughts and bring them back and try to turn them into a more positive thought if i can yeah of course of course yeah definitely so i mean everybody we're all working on it all the time but yeah i mean it's just the that having that attitude and having that determination to want to be better and to want to improve your quality of life and just to know that yeah like you're never stuck it's you're never a failure like you mm -hmm. you have everything you need to create the life you want it just mm -hmm. starts with taking action mm-hmm well, that was, that's, that's going to be a good uh, point to start to wrap up on. So I'll go ahead and ask you the final question that I always ask everyone on the podcast, which is when you look back on your life, you know, uh, when, it, when it eventually is coming to more of a close and you've hopefully lived out the things that you want to do and the things you want to see and hopefully cultivated a lot of good relationships, uh, what are some of the lasting impacts that you want to have on other people and what do you want your story to be at the end of the day? So this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently and especially mm -hmm. like I'm saying, I'm, you know, bringing in all this mindset stuff mm -hmm. and everything. And it's like, again, you know, kind of first I was just being like, yay, fitness. And mm -hmm. it's so amazing how great it is just for your whole life. Um, but now I realize I'm like, what is it that I really want? Is it, do I just want to get people like fit or do I want to actually do something more than that? And so for me, I think it's, it's really about, helping women to feel the level of like empowerment and freedom that I have been able to bring to my life through all these areas, mm -hmm. through travel, fitness, business, and realize that like, again, all those things at one point 
to me seemed so impossible and I did all of them and and you know again people like they're looking at me being like oh that's so amazing I wish I could do it too and it's like I want to show them like you can do it so Mm -hmm. I think for me it's yeah really showing women especially yeah just that they can have this incredible life of total freedom and total empowerment and like that it's like you can be healthy and strong year-round easily you can be and because of that you can be confident you can you can build your dream life so yeah Mm -hmm. I think for me it really comes down to it's like I want to help women like have that life of empowerment Mm -hmm. and freedom the way that I've been so lucky and so grateful to have been able to achieve and I feel like it's my duty to show others that they can do it too yeah i love it and i just love the fact that we're living in a time when you can reach literally anyone in the world for the most part if, if you really want to with the the yeah. internet and how much technology is is advancing and every day it seems like we hear stuff like oh you know technology is bad because of this and this but it just helps so many people connect like you and i for example i would never have been able to meet you if i wouldn't have been able to listen to a podcast and it connects on instagram and it's it's a cool time to to be alive i think yeah, definitely. It's completely unprecedented time, mm-hmm. like having the internet. And yeah, it's never been easier to travel the world and mm-hmm. start your own business mm-hmm. and get fit. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, to wrap up, why don't you tell people where they can find you if they want to get in contact with you and uh, work with you too, if they'd be interested in that. Yeah, definitely. So come on over to my Instagram, which is just my name at Megan Janice Fitness. And yeah, I have a free Facebook group where I have like a really amazing community of women, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of travelers as well, Um, but just anybody, of course, can join. And it's really, really great. Just the community is really awesome. And I do all kinds of like my travel fitness stuff in there. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for something like that, that would be a great place to to come as well. The link to it is in my bio on my Instagram. Okay. I'll include both those links too in the show notes. So if anyone uh, is listening to this, you can just scroll on down. So anyway, that, uh, that wraps it up. Thanks, Megan, for coming on. I really appreciate it. It was a super fun conversation. Cool. Thank you so much for having me. This has been the What's Your Story podcast. I'm Jake Parker. I hope you enjoyed the show and we'll tune in again next time. If you're so inclined, please send this episode to a family member or friend you think might enjoy it. And it would really be awesome if you could rate, review, and or subscribe to the podcast. It sure helps me out a ton. Thanks.